A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Would you be the jerk if you made chicken and fish for guests, but did not provide any condiments to go with it? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, would I be the jerk if I go on vacation instead of my brother's wedding? My brother Tom, 36-year-old male, and I, 26-year-old female, have never really had a solid relationship due to our age gap. We didn't spend much time, and by the time I was old enough to develop a personality, he was moved out of the house. For the last two years, my brother and his fiancée Sarah, 32-year-old female, have been planning their wedding, and it's coming up in September. I was asked to be bridesmaid. I figured I was only asked as a courtesy since I'm her soon-to-be sister-in-law, but I still took it seriously. I've been a bridesmaid for the last two years. Just a few weeks ago, I managed to save up to buy the $800 bridesmaid dress. Overall, in the last two years, between group outings to parties, dinners, lunches, clothes, etc., I spent thousands of dollars. Eventually, all the girls in the wedding and I became extremely close, and I started to get hyped for the wedding. Sarah recently got close with her brother's wife Becky, 30-year-old female. Last week, she dropped the ball on me that she no longer wants me to be a bridesmaid, and she would prefer if Becky would take my place. It broke my heart a little, but it's her wedding and it's not my place to tell her how to run it, so I said it was fine. Yesterday, I went to my brother's house to pick up the bridesmaid dress and was going to see if I could return it, since it was within the time frame. Sarah was completely appalled and said that Becky was going to wear it since she and I are the same size. I said that would be fine, but they would have to pay me the $800 for it. Sarah said that Becky couldn't afford it, and I should just be nice and let her use it and said that I could keep it after the wedding. I explained that I'm not just giving away the dress, and I'm not ever going to use it after the wedding. After some bickering back and forth, I just ended up taking it and leaving. My brother and Sarah tried to compromise with me and say I could be the assistant flower girl and I felt offended at the offer. After I said no, they then said that Becky could give me 250 bucks for it. Again, no, and I returned the dress and got a full refund. I told them I understood that it's their wedding, but they're extremely disrespectful to me and I don't need to deal with it and I'm not going to the wedding. Today, my coworker says she has an extra round-trip plane ticket to go to Miami that she'll sell to me for half price. Plus, I would have to pay for half the hotel, and I can go hang out with her in Florida. The only downside is that I'll be in Florida for the week of my brother's wedding. So, will I be the jerk if I just go party in Miami instead of going to my brother's wedding? Honestly, after the way they treated OP, I don't think they would be the jerk. I think a lot of people would feel slighted to the degree that they wouldn't want to show up, and I think it's valid. I mean, they strung you along and then wanted you to donate $800 to them out of the blue on top of that? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for blasting the parents of my son's friend? My son was at a friend's house yesterday with some other kids. The parents texted me to say that they were all going to the beach, which I was fine with. When I picked my son up, Everything seemed fine, but at home he told me about something that happened. He said when they were at the beach, he asked for some sunscreen, 
I'd unpack many because I didn't know they were going, and his friend's mom said he was fine and didn't need any. She did give sunscreen to all the other kids though, even one who complained and said he didn't want any. I was ticked and called her to confront her. She was confused and said my son can't get a sunburn, so why would he need sunscreen? I told her she was an idiot and anyone can get skin cancer. She got defensive and said I should have packed him some then. The beach was a last minute plan, or I would have. I said if she's such a stingy witch, she could have asked me to pay her back later. She said I'm unreasonable and she's done talking to me. I ended up telling the parents of all the other kids in the friend group what happened. Some of them have reached out to her and told her off. Others are saying I'm overreacting to a misunderstanding. My wife said I shouldn't have come out of the gate hot because it's a teachable moment. I don't consider my son's health a teachable moment though. It's definitely a teachable moment, but one you teach through being upset because they should have considered this. And while it may just be ignorance, we can't really glance over the fact that they said, your son can't get a sunburn. Is it ignorance or subtle racism? This next story is, am I the jerk for threatening to call the police on my brother for trying to force me to babysit his daughter after I told him multiple times beforehand that I don't want to babysit her? I, 29-year-old male, have a brother, 27-year-old male, who has a 4-year-old daughter. His daughter's mom passed away because of birth complications and he's been raising her mostly alone ever since. Recently he asked me if I could babysit her for the night so he could go on a date but I refused because I'm not experienced with kids and frankly, because I simply don't want to babysit. My brother kept insisting, saying that he's too tight with money to pay for a babysitter, but I kept refusing to do it. However, one day at around 7pm, I suddenly hear a girl knocking at my door, and there was my niece while my brother was nowhere to be found. I let her in and then I started calling him multiple times, but he wouldn't pick up any of my calls. After half an hour, I ended up giving him a message that if he doesn't come back in 15 minutes, then I'll report him to the police for child abandonment. He came back after 20 minutes, but luckily for him, I didn't call the police yet. He was absolutely furious with me and started berating me literally in front of his daughter, but I eventually made him leave my house with my niece. However, afterwards, he kept giving me messages about how I failed as both a brother and an uncle, that I proved to my niece that I don't love her and see her as a burden and that I couldn't even allow him this night of fun when he hadn't hooked up since his daughter was born. But I messaged him the last thing is his problem, not mine, and so he needed to figure it out on his own instead of pining on me against my will. However, this only got him to send even more venomous messages. My boyfriend, however, thinks that I'm acting like a jerk to him and that we could have taken care of my niece for this night without creating a scene. Am I the jerk for not having much sympathy for my brother's situation and not wanting to babysit his daughter? OP's definitely not the jerk. Anybody whose behavior is to drop their kid on your doorstep and dash deserves to be immediately shut down and threatened with the cops because why put up with that? You put up with that or you allow that and all of a sudden you're not just an on-call babysitter. You're just volunteering to be a babysitter when they want without even any warning. This next story is... Am I the jerk for telling my friend she can't announce her pregnancy during my birthday party? Leah has always been one of those people who always wants to be in the spotlight. This never bothered me as I'm quite an introverted person. Anyways, skipping to my birthday, we've been planning this party for a long time as I've been really depressed the past couple of years. And this was the first big gathering with all my friends and family who were also there to support my recovery. 
I was sending out the invites and was really excited. We were ordering in pizzas and KFC, which are my two absolute favorites. Anyways, I tell everyone in the group chat that we'll be ordering this and everyone is excited, but then Leah messages and says she can't have that because she's vegan. She then went on to say it was disrespectful that I wasn't being inclusive to everyone. In private messages, she started going on about how it was really rude of me to not have asked before organizing food and that I was discriminating against her being a vegan. So I got really stressed and didn't know what to do. I then said that I would order her some food separately from a vegan place and that I would pay and she went quiet. The day before the party, I got a message in the group from her saying, At everyone, can't wait to catch up with you all this weekend. I have some exciting news of my own I would like to share. Confused about this, I messaged her personally and asked what this was about as I didn't quite understand as to why she had to announce it on my birthday. It also ticked me off that she was texting the group chat as if she was the one who was organizing the party. We have quite a lot of mutual friends, but at the end of the day, it was my group chat and she was treating it like it was some mass gathering for her. Leah said she was planning on telling everyone about her pregnancy. I was shocked. Not only did I feel like she was purposely trying to ruin my birthday, but I was even more hurt that she didn't ask me first. After all, it was my birthday party. I told her I didn't want her to announce it on my birthday, and that I found it really rude of her to not have asked me first. She then went off at me and started complaining about how this was her only opportunity to do it as everyone would be there and the timing was so perfect and that I'd ruined her plan and that I'm a selfish and bad friend for not being happy for her. She then said she can do whatever the freak she wants and I can't stop her from announcing it. I was too stressed that I sent her a text uninviting her to my party and then blocked her. All day I got calls and texts from her family saying I was selfish and rude and that I was narcissistic and that I was a bad friend. They all basically called me a jerk for uninviting her and for being really mean to her too. All these texts made me feel really guilty and like a jerk. So here I am Reddit. Am I the jerk here? You're definitely not the jerk. The one time you try to have something for you that's a party celebrating you and your life It's gotta be commandeered and shifted into a situation where clearly all the attention would be on them and shift to them. The friend is a huge jerk for not running this by you first and making that public announcement in the group chat to immediately create that expectation without even an ounce of consideration. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister-in-law to freak off? I, 28-year-old male, was at home watching my niece, 8-year-old, with my daughter, 5-year-old, and son, 1-month-old. My sister-in-law, who's expecting, comes to pick up my niece, and I ask if she can hang out for a little bit so I can do a little cleaning since my son didn't want to be set down. She agreed and sat on the couch. My niece ran over to her and said my daughter said she hates my niece, which did happen. My sister-in-law asked if this was true, and I said yes, and I addressed the situation when it happened. My sister-in-law freaked out and started to tell my daughter how mean that is. I reiterated that I had already talked to my daughter about this, and my daughter apologized to my niece after it happened. My sister-in-law gets mad at me and said if she can't say anything to my daughter, then I'm not able to say anything to her children. My daughter began crying because of the yelling, and my sister-in-law stormed outside. I tried to call my daughter, and my sister-in-law came back inside. My daughter, still visibly upset, says, Sister-in-law... I don't like you. To which my sister-in-law replies, nice kid you got there. 
I lost my crap and told her she needs to leave and she will not treat my daughter this way. She tells me to freak myself and I tell her she can freak off. I also tell her she can find someone else to help do her gender reveal besides me and my wife. This is pretty typical behavior for my sister-in-law, blowing up at people and going to extremes, even before she was pregnant. She never takes accountability for what she does and she's even been rude to my daughter in the past. Now my mother and mother-in-law are trying to get me to bury the hatchet and apologize for kicking her out of the house. They also still want me and my wife to do the gender reveal, despite there being another sister plus my mother-in-law. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk. I mean, I understand why the sister-in-law is upset about the daughter saying that she hates the niece, but OP did express that they tried to do what they could to properly address it and it didn't need to be gone on or rehashed or made into a bigger thing than it needs to be. I mean, they're just a five-year-old. The sister-in-law clearly blew this way out of proportion. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not specifying that I, a vegetarian, wouldn't be serving meat? This happened a month ago, but I just saw a post about not serving alcohol at a party that reminded me of this. After I, 22-year-old female, finished moving into my first apartment, I invited my family over, my parents, siblings, three of them, and their partners, two of those. Everyone knows I don't eat meat. I try my best not to be difficult about it and often bring my own meals to family gatherings. Anyways, the menu was, as a starter, bruschetta as a main, pasta alla norma with garlic bread and salad on the side, and tiramisu as dessert. I thought this covered all bases, had enough variety and people seemed to enjoy it. No one went home hungry, but my dad told me that if he knew I wouldn't be serving meat, he wouldn't have come. He made a couple of snarky remarks too, especially about the salad rabbit food, this is what real food eats, etc., And my brother called me after to let me know his girlfriend agrees with my dad and would also want real food the next time, if I'm ever hosting again. Honestly, I don't really want to host again. I spend quite a lot of money and time on the dinner, and it's frustrating when people try to tear it down. But it is generally polite to let people know when a social gathering doesn't meet expectations. Should I have let people know beforehand? I think the menu that OP made is interesting, different, and honestly good enough that you don't have to worry about being like hey guys spoiler alert by the way there's no main protein here i don't really understand what op did wrong did op have to add a t-bone to make this dinner worthwhile our next story is am i the jerk for saying no to a new puppy my husband's dog died on easter this year after 14 loyal years i say husband's dog because he predated me and although i was the one who took care of him 70 percent of the time due to my husband's work travel the dog was never fond of me it was a lot of work to care for an aging dog who showed no real affection towards me but i still loved him and did it happily we have another dog that's 10 now and we got her together she's always been my dog even though we got her together with two small kids another dog my own career I'm just sort of enjoying not having yet another creature to care for. Unbeknownst to me, my husband signed up on the waiting list for a puppy from the breeders where our in-laws got their dog last year. He found out today that he has a dog available for him to purchase at the end of August. It was always our plan to discuss and decide on our next dog in August, not get one in August. He tells me two days ago and says I have to say yes or no by today. I am neck deep in work stuff this week and leaving for a five night work trip and he sprung this on me. I'm not interested in this particular puppy. It's not a specific breed or an older rescue that we can predict how it'll be with small kids. 
I'm personally not ready for another dog and it's going to be a big dog. I thought saying no would be understood, but he got really emotional and stayed at a hotel last night. I don't think I'm being selfish in saying no to this dog. It's not no forever, just a no until we can decide on the right dog together. I don't. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I don't like that he only gave me 48 hours when he knew about this for a month. He wants the specific dog too because it's the same parents and thus the sibling to his dad's dog and the last litter that will be bred with these two dogs. My husband can be dramatic to get his way, but he's never stayed at a hotel to manipulate a situation. It just really took me by surprise. So am I the jerk for saying no to this puppy he clearly really wants? I just can't blame OP in this situation when it was sprung on them. I totally understand his total infatuation and desire to get this dog, but yeah, they went about this the entire wrong way. Adopting a dog is not a decision you leave 48 hours for to decide on somebody. That's a 10 to 15 year or even longer commitment. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not correcting my mother with dementia, racist and homophobic remarks towards my partner? My, 28, mother, 66, suffers from dementia. I warned my partner, 29, that she has no filter and is extremely racist and homophobic, which are the reasons why I haven't introduced them to my mom. I have personally learned to accept the behavior trying to argue, rationalize, and or correct non-physically harmful behavior is just not worth it. She'll apologize and then forget five minutes later, so I've learned to live with it. Her doctors are also in agreement that it's a wasted effort to try to correct such behavior. My partner insisted on meeting with her. I once again explained why I'm against it, but they were dead set on meeting my mom. So we went to go meet her. My mom did what my mom does. My partner was crying and got upset with me because I didn't even try to defend or correct her. I explained it was a waste of time, and I told you all of this beforehand. They didn't expect it to be so scathing. I said my mom does have a sharp tongue. My partner continued to question my actions for tolerating such behavior. I simply replied she's my mom who is sick. Then I started to make jokes about it and this upset them greatly. I just left it as if I don't laugh, I will cry. They kept trying to harp on it, calling me a failure of a partner to allow such things to fly. I tried to tell them I explained all of this beforehand yet you still insisted. You think I really was going to go through the effort to try and correct the actions of someone that barely knows who they are half the time? I told them I already tried to fight that war for years early on in this journey. It was just too painful. I had a choice to make, learn to accept it, or never see my mom again. 
I love my mom, so I picked the latter. I thought this was the end of it, but it happened to come up again at a dinner we had with some friends. Pretty much everyone at the table called me and I quote, the worst type of person simply because I did not think it was worth the effort trying to correct the behavior. One even said I should disown my mother. I left after that. So am I the jerk for not correcting the behavior and downplaying the seriousness of the issue? Did I overreact when I left the dinner? Should I have done more to protect the feelings of my partner? Honestly, I think OP's partner and all of their friends just cannot fathom what OP's going through. They just haven't experienced the years of trying and years of effort and watching somebody you love whittle away and forget anything. I mean, I don't know if they were like that before the dementia, but I could imagine it makes them kind of unhinged regardless, right? I just can't blame OP for caring about their parent and doing what they can not only to try to correct it for years beforehand, but also to warn anybody that would be in contact. If you tell someone you have a prized possession that you love dearly, but it's extremely hot to the touch, to the point where they honestly shouldn't even consider going near it, and they touch and burn their hand anyways, can you really be the jerk for that even if they say, well, you could have tried cooling it off? This next story is, would I be the jerk for cancelling my daughter's 16th birthday party after warning her about it a year ago? Throw away because some people from my extended family use Reddit. English is my third language, so please excuse any mistakes. For my daughter's 15th birthday, my spouse and I paid for her to take some of her friends out to a restaurant for dinner. During the dinner slash party, my daughter got into an argument with one of her friends, 15-year-old female. Apparently, my daughter was upset that this friend gave her a cheap gift buy from a thrift store. According to her best friend, 15-year-old female, who told us what happened, my daughter seemed to like the gift at first and asked her friend where she bought it from. When the girl admitted that it was from a thrift store, that's when my daughter lost it and called her names like cheap, gold digger, beggar, translated from my language, it roughly means cheap, and other classist insults. Now, it's well known that this friend's family is not well off, but I know that she's a sweet girl who did her best to get my daughter a gift with her meager allowance. My spouse and I confronted our daughter about it and she admitted she insulted her friend. She went on to insult her further by saying things like, this is probably the only way she gets to eat at a restaurant, so she should be grateful and give a decent gift. I don't know where my daughter learned such entitlement, but she did not learn it at home. Even her best friend was uncomfortable by her behavior. We immediately took away all of her gifts and donated them. We also told her that unless she apologizes to this girl in front of everyone who was present at the party, we will not be sponsoring any more of her birthdays. My daughter never apologized, and over time, the girl drifted apart from the friend group. My daughter's 16th birthday is coming up next month, and she started talking about what kind of party she wants. I reminded her of our promise that we would not fund any more birthday parties until she's apologized for her behavior at her previous party. Daughter saying it's been over a year and the girl's no longer her friend anyway. She said her best friend is getting a sweet 16 party, not a thing in my culture, and how it'll look if she doesn't get one. We told her she still has a month to apologize, but she's not planning to do it because she thinks we'll cave. My in-laws are offering to pay for her party but we've forbidden them from doing that. Daughter and both sets of grandparents are telling us that we're being too harsh and ruining her social life. Would I be the jerk if I don't give her a birthday party this year? I think they should hold out. I think they're trying their best to teach her a lesson about being a decent human being that cares and, you know, has empathy towards other people and their situations. 
She seems pretty stubborn about it though, and I just can't blame OP for sticking to those ramifications for being an awful person. You're basically putting your foot down and saying, we will not allow you to be a total jerk and get rewarded for it. I mean, that's not the principles you're trying to instill. Honestly, if that's how she's acting, maybe it's good to destroy her social life. Maybe she'll just have to settle for the people she thinks is actually below her. Our next story is, am I the jerk for fleecing my mom's boyfriend at poker? My 17-year-old male mom has a new boyfriend that she's been dating for a little under a year. He's made overtures to build a relationship with me, but I've been away at a school at a different state and hence haven't been able to. Plus, I'm not especially interested since I'm not close with my mom. I was in the area during summer break, and he invited me to a poker night with his friends. I didn't want to go, but my mom urged me to, and I didn't have an excuse because I didn't have plans, so I reluctantly agreed. What my mom's boyfriend and his friends don't know is that I'm actually pretty good at poker, or at the very least, better than them. I sat in on a round before playing, and I realized these guys weren't good at all. So I came up with a plan. I pretend to never have played poker before, bait them, and make money. That way, I make sure he never invites me ever again, and I make some extra cash. I did just that and ended up making about $150 in cash, which is decent but far from a huge amount when poker's concerned. My mom's boyfriend demanded I give the money back to his friends, and my mom sided with him. But I think I earned the money fair and square and don't need to return it. I told him this, and he called me a selfish, greedy jerk. Am I the jerk? Definitely not the jerk here. You didn't even want to go in the first place, and you just beat them at their own game. They didn't have to agree, and I'm almost willing to bet that the $150 was not all in one pot, right? Once it started, they had a chance to stop, I'm sure, right? This next story is, am I the jerk for telling a person with Down syndrome and his mother to go away? I was on holiday with my husband and our two young boys and we had sat down outside our favorite cafe ready to order lunch. A man sat down at our table next to the boys and casually started a conversation with them, largely ignoring the adults, his focus entirely on our children. At first I was confused especially since he inserted himself into our table with such easy familiarity that I spent several moments trying to remember who he was and where we knew him from. Then, realizing that the man was actually a complete stranger, I sat dumbfounded a while longer at the serious breach of social etiquette. Finally, I grew alarmed at his obvious keen interest towards my children. I could think of no innocent reason why a strange adult would do this. My protective maternal instincts started kicking into overdrive. I was expecting my husband to step in and handle the situation, but he didn't. So the man sat at our table uninvited and carried on his conversation with my kids while I got silently angrier. The possibility of Down syndrome never crossed my mind. Any characteristic features on his face were too subtle to notice. Even my husband, who had grown up knowing a distant relation with Downs, didn't spot it in this man. Finally, my patience snapped, and I asked the man rather sharply to please leave us alone to enjoy our lunch in peace. The man immediately apologized very politely and left. I should add that I'm not a friendly person by nature. Social interactions can make me anxious and stressed and I've often struggled to regulate my emotions. Thus, I was extremely wound up from the encounter and still trying to simmer down some minutes later. An irate older woman came storming up to me at our table and started making a scene. She accused me of upsetting her son who had Down syndrome. 
She was loud and angry and drew attention from all the other tables. She, like us, was on holiday with family and felt their holiday had been spoiled. For my part, I had no interest in engaging with her or discussing my encounter with her son and only wanted her to go away. She thrust a card in my face, demanding that I should read the information about Down syndrome so that I might educate myself and be more understanding next time. I was in no mood for this and threw the card away, then very firmly told her to leave me and my family alone. She stared a moment, probably realizing that I was as angry as she was, and then left. That was the end of it. I'm not proud of my angry reactions, and I regret upsetting the man with Downs, who in hindsight was simply a lovely, harmless man who wanted to make young friends. I maintain that I couldn't tell he had Downs, or I wouldn't have spoken to him so sharply. I still wouldn't have allowed a stranger to sit at our table and engage with my kids, but I would have spoken to him much more kindly. I still think the mother was in the wrong to confront me and my family like she did. Yeah, I definitely don't think OP's the jerk here. They had no idea and no way of knowing. And I don't know what the mother was doing, but if she's supposed to kind of help watch over their kid here, they kind of failed at their job either not knowing where they went or watching them walk up to a stranger's table and think it's okay to allow their kid to invade on anybody's table regardless. I mean, even without the kids being in the picture, if this guy just came by and sat at their table talking to the adults it would have been very uncomfortable and kind of inappropriate. This next story is, am I the jerk for not providing condiments for my guests? I, 26-year-old female, do not like messy foods, and by that I mean a lot of extra sauces, dressings, and the like on my food. Because for me, it overpowers the taste of the actual food and leaves a lot of wasted extras. When I cook, I use very small amounts and generally don't buy something until I need it for a recipe. If I can get away with nabbing extra packets at restaurants, I prefer doing that. The only condiment I ever really have on hand besides salt and pepper is mayo, since I use it for sandwiches and mixing some different salads. That is pretty much what led to my issue. I'm finally renting a house all on my own. I was excited that I could have my family and a couple of friends over all at the same time without having roommates to worry about, so I invited everyone over for dinner. I grilled up some chicken and fish did some shrimp, veggies, and some baked potatoes. Once we started eating, they were asking for things like tartar sauce, cocktail sauce, hot sauce, sour cream, ranch, just all these things that they should know I don't readily keep on hand. I told them I'd made a dipping sauce for the shrimp so they could just use that for anything else because it's pretty good. My brother said that he tried it but didn't like it and things like cocktail sauce and tartar sauce are pretty basic staples to have around if you eat any kind of seafood and I told him he should have brought some instead of expecting me to waste money on something that'll just sit in my fridge. Last night our mother called me and told me I need to think about my guests if I'm going to invite people over. I told her I'd already cooked for everyone and expecting anything more was a bit much. The gist of the rest of our conversation was her basically telling me a good host that invites people over, picks up drinks or a couple of condiments that they know their guests like or are likely to use, and that if it was a cost or waste issue, I should have asked them to bring some when I invited them. I said I just won't host anything else in my house and hung up, but now I've had time to think about it and it wouldn't have been a lot cost-wise but I still don't think I have any obligation to provide that kind of stuff for people that I've already gone out of my way to cook for. Let me ask you this. If you went over to a friend's house who invited you, 
and they had made you a nice meal, but they personally do not believe in plates. They think it's a waste, and they think the table that they eat food off of is clean enough and sterilized, therefore they just want everybody to just plop the food directly on the table and eat it there. Would you think that would be cool to just show up and find that out at the party, or do you think maybe that should be something that they give you a heads up for beforehand? I completely understand OP not liking condiments. I wouldn't have tartar sauce in my house normally. But if I'm making fish or we're having fish, I would definitely reach out and say, hey, if you like any tartar sauce or condiments or whatnot, make sure you bring some so you can have some because I don't normally have it. Either that or if it slipped your mind because you don't normally have condiments, apologize for it. OP was extremely deflective the whole time. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 